0: Hello, welcome, hola, bonjour, etc. etc. This is another romp through the finest, weirdest, and funniest football news that the European Championship has served up over the last seven days of football. Welcome to On the Left Side, the alternative football show. This week, we heard exactly why Wayne Rooney is England captain. When asked what message he'd be giving his teammates before the next England game, he said this. Time in. <laughs> what passion. What insight. What motivation. That's why he's England captain. So, what are we dealing with on today's show? Well, we're worrying about what could be happening back home whilst Ireland party in France, getting some political advice from a very unusual source and checking out the biggest Icelandic explosion since that massive volcano went pop a few years back. But first, let's take a look at the must-have kids toy of 2016. It's not all been plain sailing for England in this European Championships. If football is coming home, then I think the satnav may be broken and it's got lost somewhere on a B road around Nottingham. You turn right, then you turn left, Finding the back of the net has been a particular problem with some fans saying they couldn't score in a brothel which given some of the players in that England team I think is probably a bit unfair. So what has been the problem for England this summer? Let's start at the top, the big man in the job, the man that is half owl and half bullfrog. Roy Hodgson. How can England's players be expected to carry out a game plan when they're delivered by a madman like this? I didn't really want to sort of start breaking eggs with a big stick. I thought I'd rather keep one or two up my sleeve. First, what the hell are you doing keeping eggs up your sleeves, man? That's the worst place to keep eggs. Secondly, who breaks an egg with a stick? Use a spoon like everyone else, you lunatic. And thirdly, what is it with football managers and eggs? Beautiful young eggs. Eggs that need a mum. Well, you know what they say, you can't make a decent football analogy without breaking eggs. But it's no surprise that England are firing blanks up front when you consider the pre-match preparations of the main man himself, Jamie Vardy. Given the micromanagement and sports science control of every aspect of a footballer's life nowadays, it was slightly surprising to see Leicester City's main man pictured enjoying a can of Red Bull and carrying a pouch of chewing tobacco, which is a diet more akin to a taxi driver than an international footballer. Maybe after the tournament, we'll see an official Jamie Vardy action figure from the Leicester City Club shop. Each Jamie Vardy action figure comes complete with his own removable wrist cast. Oy. Push his stomach and see him spit tobacco. And with our new casino playset, why not pull the cord on his back to see him hurl abuse at any Asian businessman nearby? But Jamie is such a lad, 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 lad that he doesn't really see an issue with it, saying... I had one, one bad night's sleep, so I thought I needed a kind of red bull to wake me up. And uh, the nicotine patch, like I say, it was, uh, it's not something I do regularly, it's just something that, that I need at the time. No, oh, it's just something I've always done. Well, that's fine if you've always done it, then. I look forward, too, to seeing Harry Kane shooting up before a vital penalty shootout against the Germans. <laughs> Wayne Rooney may be replacing his traditional pre-match coin toss with dropping an E and a game of Russian roulette with the opposition. And Roy Hodgson himself trying to rip the face off the Italy manager after dropping a particularly dodgy tab of LSD. You know what, actually, that would all be more exciting than England's performance so far. I just have to remind myself that whenever the commentator shouts Dier, they're just talking about one player and not the whole team. Towards Dyer! Whilst the England football team were making their best efforts to try and leave Europe, David Beckham was doing his best to make sure the UK stayed in Europe. What this referendum campaign had needed all along was more uninformed opinion. And that's just what was provided from the perfectly presented lips of Golden Balls himself. Now, Becks has always been pretty decent at putting a cross in the box, but I never really saw him as the political campaigner type. But the former England captain took time out from posing in his pants to say this. We live in a vibrant and connected world where together, as people, we are strong. For our children and their children, we should be facing the problems of the world together and not alone. Well, that's what he posted on Facebook anyway. I imagine it was fleshed out a bit by a load of PR people. What he really said was this. Victoria! Victoria! Where's my orange crayon? I want to draw a tiger. Victoria! But you know what? The sentiment is pretty much the same. He also compared the EU to playing football with the likes of Roy Keane, Ryan Giggs and Phil Neville which actually makes a lot of sense. Ryan Giggs is France. You need to watch it with your missus. Roy Keane's Germany, a little bit fighty in the past but seems to have calmed down a bit now, even if it is miserable at times and Phil Neville is Belgium. You don't know much about it and it's just not as exciting as the other options. I'm not sure if Mr. Beckham's view had an effect on the final vote, I mean, I've always seen him as more of an expert on economic power of the Far East and the history of the Ottoman Empire than on European trade, but there is one thing that is clear to me. If your thought process, at any point, sounded like this, Well, on on one hand, I would like to see Britain able to negotiate its own trade deals with other trading nations outside the European Union, but on the other hand, David Beckham has got very shiny hair. Then you need to leave Europe, you need to do it now, and don't come back. Are the Northern Irish fans just taking the piss now? They've realised they're so much better than any of the other fans at the tournament that they're just milking it for all it's worth. Tidying up rubbish left by other fans, changing tyres on elderly pensioners' cars, serenading the country's women in mass displays of love and affection, and now they've been spotted singing lullabies to French infants on public transport. Twinkle, twinkle, star. how I wonder what you are. It all looks great, but could there be a worrying side effect to all this? I'm concerned that if all the usual aggression and mean-spirited football chants over in France are being replaced with these joyful, traditional and wholesome acts, then what the hell is going to be happening to traditional Irish music and attitude back home on the Emerald Isle?
1: very best in Irish folk music meets the very worst in football. All your favourite Irish ditties room forever with the unbridled aggression and irrepressible anger. Football fans. Who the feckin' who the feckin' who the feckin' hell are you? Who the feckin' who the feckin' who the feckin' hell are you? Picture yourself running through a summer meadow. Before being set upon by Russian hooligans with this timeless classic, You're you're going home in a fucking ambulance, 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 you're going home in a fucking ambulance. Close your eyes and find yourself sat overlooking the crashing waves of the Irish Sea as a pint of warm lager gets lobbed on your head from. 30 yards away, beautiful traditional tunes like this. You're shed, and you know you are. You're shed,
0: and you know you are. you shed, and you know you are. God damn you, shed, and you know you are.
1: The very best Irish folk song album in the world, Football Edition, featuring music from you too, Van Morrison, Enya, Daniel O'Donnell, Sinead O'Connor and Chedward. Now that's what I call feckin' shite. Out sooner than the Irish team, surprisingly.
0: Teams being described as the Leicester City of the Euros has been a bit of a pet hate for me so far this tournament. It's become shorthand for a small team beating a bigger team. And you have to say, that's kind of been a theme of the Euros. Big teams have stumbled and little teams have excelled. And they don't come much littler than Iceland. Last week I told you that around 8% of their population had travelled to France to watch their team play and this week defender Kari Arnston said he recognised around 50% of the fans that he'd seen at games. It's no wonder it means so much to them. This is Iceland's biggest moment in football since that big old volcano erupted and almost stopped Barcelona getting to Wembley for the Champions League final. Now I've played you overexcited commentary before but this latest example makes that sound like Michael Owen at his most comatose as Iceland beat Austria with a late winner to see them progress to the last 16 of the competition. This is how that moment was covered on Icelandic TV. That's what I call an eruption. Although I'm not 100% sure that's a clip of commentary and not a brutal torture scene from Game of Thrones. So let's play a game. Which body part do you need the least? How about your little finger? You don't use that for much, do you? No? Good. Let's start with that. Right, that's it for another week of football goodness. You can subscribe for free and get every single On The Left Side alternative football show for free by heading to iTunes for free and hitting the free button. It's free, you know. I'm off to motivate my local sports team by telling them to go and win, because that's full time. Adios, amigos. On the left side is a Paint Your Headphones production and is presented by Jim Salverson.
1: So what's the words of who the feckin' hell are you, it's it's just, who the feckin' hell are you, who the feckin' hell are you, or? Who the fuck, who the fuck, who the fuck hell, should I, should I say that? I can say, I'm going English. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: going Igney, should I say that? What's <sighs> that done Yeah? Which body part do you need the least? No, that's a face, that's a face! You don't use that for much, do you? Let's start with that. <laughs>
1: Ah! Who <laughs> the feckin' hell Where are you?